following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Retroactive Sports Podcast, where Johnny Townsend and I talk about sports history. Some that's right, that's right, Andrew Lenz. That's right. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm just going to get comfortable here. Oh man, I'm going to take off these shoes and these socks. Ah, letting these toesies breathe. You know what I was thinking I should do now that I'm barefoot. I think I should go kick a football. <laughs> That's the best thing to do, I would have to say. Because that if you didn't read today's episode, it is all about the barefoot kickers of the NFL. It is That's a- right. The the kickers in the NFL who went out, hunted down all the grizzly bears, took their feet, and <laughs> proceeded to use those. That's why it's a big to, controversy, but to, we're covering it today. To kick the field goals. To right, the right to bear kicks, one of the most uh, sacred rights in America today. Uh, to this day, you can still, if you want to, they just don't do it anymore in the NFL for some reason, but you are allowed to go hunting, find yourself a bear, cut off its feet, and use those bare feet. But you can't use, like, the store-bought slipper ones. can't. That's not. No. No, no, you got to hunt it yourself. You got to put in the work. But anybody that's not familiar with this, this was a giant fad in the 80s. Like, I've I've been called a giant fad before. Instead of the D, there's a T there. But you were in the 80s too. So there you go. I am a giant (laughs) fad. Yeah. But yes, this was a trend that was developed in the 80s uh, because. Sports, as we know it, is always changing. There's evolutions, some for the good, some for the bad, some weird. Some stick around for years, decades, throughout the whole entire span of that sport. But the barefoot kicker was most just pretty much the 80s. Yeah, this would this seems like it would it would hurt. <laughs> Now, you're not a big like not a big NFL fan or anything like that. Now, when I when I sent you that little clip, were you like thinking, "What the hell are these guys doing?" I think I was more intrigued than anything else. It's just more of a well. First of all, in today's day and age, just people just blatantly showing their feet in this era of foot fetishness uh, just blew me away. Because I've seen many fans. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the new NFL OnlyFans account. It's these barefoot kickers the barefoot showing kicker. their feet. Show me your bruise. <laughs> How swollen is it? Look at this swollen big toe. <laughs> <laughs> if that don't get you off, nothing will. No. <laughs> NFL OnlyFans here. <laughs> Only NFL high class on the show, folks. Only that's high- right. That's right. But yeah, I was more intrigued than anything. It was just sort of fascinating. Because it says a fad. Um, they really, in that video you sent me, it was like a NFL Films video, a little short. 
right, they kind of highlighted maybe three guys, I think, if I'm thinking correct. Two especially. Yeah, because there was only, I think because that was like the fad and the trend. Yeah. Those were the three guys that I remember when they talked about it. Those were the three main guys. Uh, a lot of people probably tried it just to say, hey, I'm. I don't want to make fun of anybody because I definitely could not kick a football like these guys. Oh, I can't either. I can't. But, either. Yeah. Hey, I'm kind of a crappy kicker. I'm just going to try this. I'm going to try to make it the NFL. Like they talked about, they didn't really mention them. Is the barefoot punters. Like, I don't even want to give you in a way. Like, I don't even want to give you time because that just sounds ridiculous. Cause that sounds like you're just asking to get your foot destroyed by somebody else to me. Yes. Because the evolution of the kick in the NFL was like, hey, let's get the biggest offensive lineman we have. Yeah. And, and could he, you imagine them just putting all their weight yeah. in those shoes they wear on your bare foot? <laughs> but, but like, that's how it was in the earlier days was even up until, geez, probably about the 70s where it really, really changed. But just find like your biggest guy and he's going to kick that ball straight on. And then all of a sudden, what was it? Pete Gogolak became the first soccer style kicker where that has changed, where you kick it on the side of your foot, it yeah. goes up and over and stuff. Like, I just look like, I don't know if you've ever seen that, that stupid yellow toy football thing that used to kick footballs. And they had a basketball one too, and you push down the head and then like, the, foot the basketball one I'm very aware of. Yeah, yeah. the basketball one with the one hand, but there was a yeah. football one where the but just swung out. So this was kind of supposed to be, I guess the next evolution of the soccer style kicker where it's like, and even though there is no scientific proof, like I looked this up and they even said in there and a lot, some articles and everything. I think it's just the way that the guys feel. They most of them felt they could get under the ball, under the ball, you know, closer to where they need to kick it. And then also, I don't know how they can move their foot faster. Yeah. It, it's not a shoe shoe, really. It's they wear most kickers wear two shoes today, like one, like a really good cleat. And then kind of like one that's like not that great. A shoe shoe sounds like yeah, or a shoe one shoe. of those, one of those menu items I wouldn't order at a Japanese restaurant. Thanks. Thanks I'm, just for Johnny. To, I'm just going to stick with my teriyaki chicken. Thank you very much. But yeah, uh, they the one of the guys I just remember his last name is Franklin. What's his? Who is it? Tony Franklin. Tony Franklin. Did I miss here when they said he had scored with his bare foot like over 800 points? Yeah. Is that right? That's yeah. insane to me. That is because he's just kicking field goals. That's that is how many field goals does that equate to? <laughs> uh. Well, you got a uh, field goals and extra points, but yeah, yeah extra points. But still, that's that's what like you know on average, maybe let's just say on average he's getting like five to six points a game, maybe. Let's look up Mister Franklin's stats. Here we go. Go through the um, good old Matt Johnson Pro Football Reference. So he made a hundred and seventy-seven field goals and three hundred. And 41 extra points. Good God. That's impressive. <laughs> so that is his career. Okay. And now he drives a Honda. 
That's how that's how great he's he just randomly works for Honda. <laughs> yeah. He made sure they, they shield the Honda. Did you notice that? Not, yeah. only does, not only was he driving an accord, he's wearing that Honda t shirt. Well it, it, And I love it how too they're like oddly enough became the number one selling car in the eighties. <laughs> and he's kicked fifty plus field goals. Like even in college, it said I think he knocked one that was sixty. Yeah. So that's got to hurt. Yeah. Uh, uh, who do you think is the greatest shoe punter, uh, kicker out of all time? I mean, it's obviously Johnny greatest Townsend, right? kicker of all time? Yeah. <laughs> if I got to pick, it's probably, from what I can remember, is definitely not Scott Norwood. Good knock to my Western New York Bills fans, friends out there. Uh but probably Adam Vinatieri or Justin Tucker. Yeah. Maybe like before Morton Anderson, Gary Anderson. But other than that, probably Justin Tucker and he's still playing. Like the guy is the most, it sounds horrible that I can say this about a kicker, but he's like the most dangerous kicker. I think he kicked a 68 year, 68 yard field goal. Wow. Yeah. Just at the last year or a couple of years ago. So. Yeah, Just Johnny to, Townsend probably kicked a 69 one, though, would be my guess, with a great name like that. Uh, and I'm also just going to throw this out there. If Jake DeLome ever decided to kick a football, it would have been the greatest football kick of all time. <laughs> Johnny Townsend's a punter. Yeah, but he kicks the ball, don't he? Yeah. he's. Oh, he, where is he? In the XFL or something? He plays for the Orlando Guardians. Look at him go. <laughs> Latin the world on fire. Wow, that's weird. He was born in 95. Yeah. So yeah. this is the next evolution of you, isn't it? Yeah. It, with I'm sure he's charismatic and everything else like I am. <laughs> and after his football career, I'm sure he's going to get into podcasting. Do a, I'm pretty sure everybody has a podcast. I wish I knew him. So that way I could have been like just play a prank on you and just have him show up for this instead of me one time. Oh, like, uh, <laughs> like in the office when they had yeah. Bruno park play gym. Yes. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? This guy did it with accuracy. His field goal percentage is not too bad. Mr. Tony Franklin, but I like how he says that he started with a sock. So yeah. you're like, okay, lose the shoe. I'm going to go with the sock. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know what? I'm losing the sock. And I'm just going to go straight barefoot. Right. Yeah. And then I like it how, because the NFL rules, you have to wear socks. So they just cut the sock. I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's an NFL. It's a funny reason why they have to wear socks in the NFL. Because I believe it was one commissioner didn't like bare legs. He didn't like them showing that part of their leg off. So he <laughs> said that they all needed to wear long stock, like long socks to do that. Was he Amish? <laughs> I don't know. Show that ankle. It's a bit too sexy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a Mennonite church. We don't do that. So you mentioned Tony Franklin, my personal favorite. And that's, I, that's, I don't know if that's saying much about me. My personal favorite barefoot kicker is Rich Carlos. Played for the okay. Broncos, uh, Vikings. He actually kicked seven field goals in one game. <laughs> Made them seven out of seven with that barefoot. 
Uh, but he is my favorite because my dad used to do football pulls. Yeah. And one time he's like, hey, just pick the team. I didn't know anything about point spreads or anything else. But they needed a field goal to like cover the spread and beat it. And Rich Carlos won me like 50 bucks. At, Whoa. Jeez. In 88. So I'm probably. Oh, like, oh, if you're a kid, if you're a kid, 50 bucks was incredible. Yeah. So I can, well, he won me like 50 bucks. And I think I blew it all on pro set football cards that are worth absolutely nothing today that I don't even have anymore. So yeah, that's, but, that's the life of being a kid, man. But Rich Carlos did that for me. He afforded me the opportunity to go do that. He also, looking at his stats, he made 172 field goals. And this is in 120 games. Tony Franklin, if my computer works with me, played in 140. So Rich Carlos played 20 less. Uh, so he made 172 and 283 extra points. Now, do you think that um, since those feet kind of became like gold, right? Do they make sure that um, this guy kept his foot in the utmost uh, condition? Like, I... don't you dare do any of this other stuff with his foot? Because you know, like um, in the NBA, for example. They don't allow it's in their contracts. You're not even allowed to jump on a trampoline if you're in the NBA, right? Yeah. In one of the things I was watching, I think one of them had like lotion that they use on like cow udders. Yeah. And they would yes. have to, yeah, exactly. yeah. And that yeah. was like the craziest thing. So and then like the other I was wondering it, and then Tony Franklin answered, I'm like, what about your toenails? Because I know yeah. a lot of major league pitchers are very they get like pedicures. Because the way that you got to grip the ball, yeah. So, but they were like, "Yeah, you want to get, you want to get, you know, the uh, the toenails. You got to make sure they're clipped all the time. Rub calluses off." So this, well, is- yeah. I mean, even a callus would probably throw off your foot. Like if you're so used to hitting it a certain way, you would think, "Yeah, that makes sense to me." I mean, even just my in the street playing basketball, I would make sure I clip my fingernails so that way I didn't accidentally scratch somebody really bad. You know, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, that was like the one thing that really got to me is that, and then I started thinking, uh, like in mice of men, what was his name? Uh, the ranch owner's son who was a boxer and he wanted to keep his hand soft for, yeah. his, for his wife. Do you think like they put like Vaseline into a sock and then put it on and <laughs> like, like, like he did with the, if I put Vaseline in a sock, it's not for that reason. Okay. <laughs> Back to the program, <laughs> folks. Uh, go to my OnlyFans. Um, that's the one thing I got to ask, though. Nothing about OnlyFans. It's a terrible transition. Uh, <laughs> why Why do you think that that doesn't really happen today? Is there anybody who even does this anymore? I mean, even if it's in college? I don't think I, I mean, I don't hear about I it. I think technology got better. In my mind, yeah. I think technology you think shoes got better too on top of I that think shoes got better the way that you could make a shoe lighter like even yeah. today adidas has and mikey and a lot of those ones you can go in there and like sketchers we can buy shoes that don't feel like it's anything yeah it's you can literally anything. get a shoe sculpted to your foot basically yeah. 
So you could go to a guy now. They take a digit. I'm guessing. This is what I'm guessing. Uh, you could go to a guy, say, make a digital imprint on my foot. They can do, I don't know. I don't know the process, but I'm guessing this in my head. You know, make a 3D print or a 3D mold. Then you take it to a shoe manufacturer. The shoe manufacturer says, here's your kicking shoe. And it might yeah. be a size smaller or half a size smaller than your actual planting shoe. I don't know if there's any kickers out there. Let us know. Send us a message if if you've ever yeah. kicked. That is actually fascinating. Like, if you're a kicker, I don't care what level you're at. Is there a certain uh, way you want the shoe to feel when you're kicking? I bet there's got to be, right? Yeah, because I know a lot of, like, offensive linemen and defensive linemen will wear a jersey one or two sizes smaller so that way nobody can really grab them, even though you're not supposed to. Yeah. I'll know because we watch sports. You're going to try and get away with stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to. Uh, that I was uh, going to brag for a second. I follow the Charlotte Hornets on Instagram. Oh, you! Oh my goodness, Johnny! You just think you're way better than everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, check out my barbecue restaurant. Uh, I uh, and they <laughs> and they'll do like little player profiles, you know. Yeah. On every once in a while, where they just ask these play the players goofy questions just for fun. And you know, I was very upset that we didn't get Scoot this year to draft. We got uh, Miller, but I will say Miller redeemed himself to me. When they asked him what his pet peeve was, and his pet peeve is, and I am one million percent behind this, when basketball players, and I'm going to put this as any athlete, wears ankle socks and not the ones that come up way more, that also bugs the I'm living crap out of me. Guy. I'm an ankle sock guy. I always, anytime I tried to wear those playing basketball, they'd always slide oh, down. Basketball, yeah. I don't know. I haven't played basketball in years because I don't think my knees. Oh, I haven't played in years anymore. Now my knees would uh, yell at me. Yeah, uh, but it's. Uh, but I was like, okay, maybe this guy's going to be okay. So the third best one is was Mike Lansford. He played in 124 games, or you know, third big name one. I don't want to say third best, but. He played in 124 games. He had 150, made 158 field goals, and made 315 extra points. So, so the barefoot kickers died in pretty much the early 90s. But there's a little bit of a controversy I pulled up. Oh, what's that? Do you consider this a barefoot kicker? Jeff Wilkins of the St. Louis Rams in 2002, he was having mechanic issues kicking, so he decided that he wasn't going to wear a shoe. But he taped his foot. Is he considered the last barefoot kicker? Is he? Does he tape the whole foot? He tapes the whole foot. He I takes the whole foot I, in his hands. Name. He tapes the <laughs> <laughs> tell we, we didn't grow up in a church at all. <laughs> um, oh man, that's a that is a great question. I guess technically no, because he's covering the foot, right? Let me let me send you this picture for for photographic evidence. But I've I've found this. 
uh, I think yesterday when I was at work on break, I was like, huh. And because I work so late, I was like, oh, we're in an hour time difference. So I definitely don't want to be that guy where I'm like, look at this picture now. I know it's like midnight where you're at, but look at this picture. <laughs> but then this is better. This is better. Look at his foot. Just sent it to you. Yeah, I got it. I'm looking now. You are a, you're kind of a true crimes guy. <laughs> yes. History creeper there. You know, just do you could I do not, in my personal opinion, I do not. Because I look at guys like Tony Franklin and Rich Carlos and Mike Langsford. They're, in my in my opinion, they're to be, all natural. To be considered barefoot, the whole foot needs to be exposed, in my opinion. Okay. So so I think we're in agreement here. There. I still think that's pretty, I mean, it's different and unique there. And honestly, probably a little smarter because you're still in a way protecting your foot at least a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I still don't think that would should be considered barefoot, really. It's bare toed. <laughs> it's bare. Even has got a little tape around the toes like there, like you would tape your hand. Like okay. CM Punk or something. Yeah. <laughs> Heard he got suspended, but that's that's a different conversation. But <laughs> that is the one thing I wanted to I wanted to bring up to you was that supposedly people consider him the last barefoot kicker. But I I think you're just if you want to talk about unique kickers, I would say sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But not barefoot. But not barefoot. But either way, I mean, uh, kicking on that level is still pretty incredible, barefoot or not. And we're actually coming up on, I think this episode might be released. Yeah. Yes. This episode is going to get released on the anniversary of the very first barefoot kicker. That's what I'm talking about. I did, This was not planned at all. <laughs> this was just research on nine. On September 2nd of 1979, that is when Tony Franklin became the first ever barefoot kicker for the field. He graced us with that naked foot of his. I wonder how history was made. Like, when does the swelling go down? (laughs) Yeah. Especially during the season, right? Where, I mean, you're not just kicking during the games. I'm assuming he's practicing, right? Doing that same thing through the week. You're doing kickoffs. Yeah, so I would assume he's just kicking and icing, kicking and icing his foot, kicking and then icing his foot constantly. When you said icing, I'm so fat. I was like, why would he put like that on his foot? But (laughs) (laughs) I'm also hungry and didn't eat breakfast in my defense. (laughs) You're making me hungry. All I had was a waffle. (laughs) (laughs) But it is very, I don't know. I just found this a cool point. And not only is I feel a cool point in NFL history, but it was just a cool point of my childhood to see this because I feel the 80s in the NFL definitely was it was a changing period, a lot more flamboyant players and everything else. And it just I don't know, this just feels right that it died like it started. I feel this is like the really good kind of like a Star Wars, but not really. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like. It started in the 70s, 
started in 79, but it, it ended and it should have just, and it should have just, it stayed down where sometimes in Star Wars. You yeah, know. it should just be an inter- uh, interesting footnote in history. Ooh, <laughs> love it. Love it. But I'm Barefoot Kicker will always have a place in my heart as well as in NFL history. I can say that much. And on their OnlyFans page. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget that. If they start an OnlyFans page, that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> if it's just them like kicking like 50, 60 yard field goals with none of like the foot fetish stuff, I might actually subscribe to that OnlyFans page just to watch these guys like kick and relive my childhood. Yeah, because I've never even visited that website. Wink, wink. Never, <laughs> you know, just like to make references because it's funny. Yeah. Okay, we're going to, before we go, we mentioned. Tony Franklin and all his kicking fun. Great facial hair, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to mention accolades for Mr. Franklin. So he was a second team all pro in 1986. That is the year that he played with the Patriots in Super Bowl because he did play in two Super Bowls, one with the Eagles, one with the Patriots. He was a pro bowler in 1986, and he also led the NFL in scoring in 1986. And he made the New England Patriots all 80s team. What do you think the equivalent of a barefoot kicker would be in other sports? Is it like in basketball if a guy doesn't wear a sleeve now? <sighs> or like a or in baseball, a player that doesn't wear batting gloves. I don't think I've really seen anybody just don't wear gloves. Like right, I think the really- no batting gloves, I think is pretty close right even a wide receiver not wearing gloves is weird I, right yeah it's very weird i can't remember the last one i seen do that but like i remember wayne corbett he was a wide receiver and he didn't wear gloves and it was very 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 odd yeah so rich carlos he has no accolades he doesn't even exist you leave Rich Carlos alone. He won me money. <laughs> He's Mike, a goat in my opinion. Mike Lansford never did anything. So Tony Franklin, looking at, at this, is not only the first. He's the goat. He is He is the goat. Of barefoot kickers. Yeah. He, he is He is the bare hoof kicker goat. Now. Uh, that, that was really bad. But Now, will there be another, you know? There's uh, there's always a chance there'll be another. I think, you know, in today's age, I'm not saying it'll happen, but in today's age, it's getting tougher and more difficult to really stand out, uh, especially in pro sports because everybody's just so good, right? And social, uh, I think social media too. Yeah, uh, that you know, it's more difficult. So maybe somebody be like, you know what, I'm going to work on kicking barefoot, and this way I'm going to stand out way more than my counterparts. I don't, especially if you get good at it. Now, if you get barefoot, you're just terrible. I don't think it really matters. Yeah, no, <laughs> I just don't. Like I said, with technology and the way that you can, like, who uh, Jeff Wilkins, where we're talking about mechanics. Yeah, that's 2002. That's still a little bit early, but today you could put, you know, analyze everybody's body movement. Oh yeah. Oh, fix that mechanic. Where, and and uh, and athletes today literally can put on this um, 
it's like a half shirt looking thing mm-hmm. and they just run around and do all kinds of different drills in it and that thing actually just records ridiculous amount of information just based on that about your body and how you're performing so we was so the the tools and stuff that they have now is beyond, uh, beyond what they would have thought or comprehended in the 80s yeah i know rick barry talked about that even though we're talking about football but rick barry talked about that where there there's better not to knock the era but there's better athletes today probably most likely because of what technology is available that wasn't there and what research also that wasn't there in the 50s 60s 70s and all those other eras yeah Uh, yeah rick barry is really great and rick james called me a bitch that's how that's gone for me with rick's did Rick James really do that? I wish he did. Wouldn't that be a oh. great story? <laughs> I knew a guy that played bass with Rick James. I used to work with him. Wow. That's pretty yeah. interesting. We were like, ah, and then all of a sudden he brought in pictures. We're like, yeah, that's you and Rick James playing. Okay. But that does sound like one of those stories where somebody's like, hey, this insert famous person's like, yeah, we, I know them. And you're always like, sure you do, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> But it was it was very interesting when he dropped that on us. Yeah, well, it's like you know when Matt would always talk about his uh, his uncle. Oh, he yeah. like yeah, and he would just start naming all these movies that were like vital to my childhood that his uncle was a part of. And like, yeah, sure he is. And then like, yeah, guess what? He really is. His uncle has an action figure. He's yeah, the only person I know. That's so incredible. Yeah, that has a relative that has an action figure. That's very, very neat. And also could probably, even at the age of, in his 80s, could probably still kill me with his bare hands. But Oh, a million percent, yeah. Uh, so stay tuned for the next episode of this where we're going to talk about uh, those basketball players who go shirtless. Uh, I hate them, and they sweat too much. <laughs> uh, every time I think of that, I think of, uh, what is that, Along Came Polly? Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now i i i played a lot and i do mean a lot of basketball on the mean streets of george hildebrand uh, and um uh, and in high school especially and in high school like they're always like i i was i'm a big guy i'm not necessarily fond of taking my shirt off in public but i can tell you the one thing i always hated was those guys who always, no matter what, would take their shirt off playing basketball. Oh, no. And they sweated ridiculous. And there's nothing you could do to guard that because you, if you even just barely rub up against them or something like that, you're just soaked and it's gross. <laughs> so don't do that. Also, side note I know this is about barefoot kickers, but did you know that the number uh, 69, <laughs> nice, is illegal? You can't use it in an NBA. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you can get it on jerseys either, like in the NFL. Do you know who whose fault that is? What was that society Rod- making it? That is Rodman. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> this is the first name. Yeah, yep. he was. He was like, "Hey, I want this as my jersey number." And he's like, "Yeah, nobody." <laughs> There's only one guy, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. They should have just let him. Who cares? They should have. Like whatever. You know, man. they let the Charlotte Hornets have a jersey this past year. It said C E uh L T on it. So where was the box with Cream City? 
<laughs> so they can get away with a lot nowadays, I think. You could have thought of a better way. But that is it. Uh, I do believe you do actually have a topic for next episode, though. Do you want to? What? Uh, what was it? <laughs> was the UFO sighting? Oh, yes. <laughs> this is Andrew's. Uh, this is this is the Andrew's hardship with having me as a as a buddy. I have a horrible memory. <laughs> It's it's truly awful. We literally will kind of like they're not even meetings, but we'll pass back and forth topics. And Johnny was like, "I want to do this next time. Put this on the list. And It'll I, be my yeah. idea." <laughs> <laughs> and not only is it my idea, but Andrew will send it to me in text form, so I have it, and I'll still forget. <laughs> so yeah, next time we're going to talk about. There's actually been. A few times where something weirds kind of happened during a sporting event, and we're going to cover those from time to time. Uh, we're going to talk about that time that a football game was interrupted by a UFO. Ooh. Yeah. Was it soccer? Was it soccer or like football, football? Uh, it was football, America, football. Damn it. It was American football. Yeah. Okay. We're in America. That's right. I'm sure a soccer game's been interrupted by something like that. I'm pretty sure too. But it's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be fascinating. So, so stay tuned uh, for that. Yep. So we so check us out. Uh, YouTube still. I just started back up doing the Tecmo Super Bowl season with the Jets. And thank you, Johnny, for picking such a wonderful team. Can't detect the sarcasm. Uh, I just want everybody to know that I don't remember picking it. But no, he does it. He does it at all. <laughs> I just was like Johnny, pick an NFL team for me to play. And I'm. And I'm surprised. I think he said the Panthers, and I was like, "No, this is from 1991." And oh then, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> you were like, "Yeah, the Jets," and I was like, "Okay." And you know why I picked the Jets is I just literally had saw them in the news when you asked that. That's the only reason I said that. Apparently, they got a new quarterback or something. I don't know. Yeah, they. That's <laughs> so why we talk about sports history. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So check us out there, Facebook links in the description below and i'm just gonna kick us out of here right now barefoot style that's right we're out of here and it's going going field goal